Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. It's so good to have you here, and happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton. In today's podcast episode, I am bringing on one of my fellow Beam girls. I met her in Nashville, and immediately her energy just clicked with me. She made me feel so welcome, so comfortable in an environment that I was a little bit nervous and anxious about. So I just have really loved our friendship that we've started to grow. So everyone's going to meet Hayden Britt today, and she's currently in college. So I feel like this would be an amazing and fantastic opportunity to talk to a fellow college girly because I know a lot of you are in that stage where what are your next steps and how do you balance everything when it comes to health and fitness in college? Plus, I love hearing Hayden's story and we're really lucky to be able to hear her open up about her whole fitness journey. So there's a lot to take away in today's episode. I do need to put a trigger warning that she does talk about her eating disorder. So if this is something that is triggering to you, I need you to know that that happens. There will be timestamps if you want to kind of skip around it, but just want to put that in here as a disclaimer before you get into today's episode. If you're new to the podcast or you haven't listened in a while, this season two, I've started to do two new things. One is a word of the week, kind of a focus and just something that I'm feeling when it comes to this week that we can all focus on. And then the second thing is reading a review from the podcast. Anytime you guys rate or review my podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts, I love that. And I just want to let you know that you are seen and heard. And I love to hear and see feedback when it comes to this podcast. So I love to share those. And plus, it's like a little shout out to you. So just thank you all. Today's word of the week is going to be communication. And the definition is the exchange of thoughts, messages, or information as by speech, writing, or behavior. For me, I wanted to focus on this word because we talk a tiny bit about it in this podcast episode, but just being able to communicate and connect with other people. For one, I absolutely love that purpose and reason of the podcast that we're able to have these conversations and connect one-to-one in a deeper way. I also love that whenever we're having a hard time, it's so nice to be able to talk to somebody else, connect with them, share our story. So I just feel like connection is a very powerful thing and we can do that through communication. I really just think it's so important to have our voices heard out there. So if you want to say something, speak up, communicate it, and there's never any harm in asking. You never know if you don't ask. That is a lesson I have learned, and I wish I knew that sooner because there is so much power when you just ask for something. Yeah, that is the word of the week. Now we're going to read the review. 
And today's review comes from MMITrovic77. It says, the realistic queen to ever do it. Britt has not only encouraged me to be consistent in the gym, but also love the work I put in. I've been listening for over a year and I can't express my gratitude enough. I've been in search of a fitness expert for years that didn't talk about weight control and food. Britt gives the reasons to why things inside the gym, outside, food, etc., why it's good for you. Britt, you've made me not only stronger, but more confident with myself. Keep doing your thing. P.S. We love hearing King Darian too. Love it so much. Seriously, I'm beaming every time you guys write a review or rate the podcast. It means so much to me. Thank you for making this family and this podcast space such a safe space and such a fun and amazing place where I can open up. I can talk with you guys. We could bring on some amazing experts and bring on other people through their fitness journey just to hear and know again that we're never alone and that there is a lot to learn always from others, from ourselves, and just kind of goes back to communication. So I love it. So without further ado, let's hop into today's podcast episode with Hayden. Hello and welcome. We're welcoming Hayden Britt to the pod. Say hey. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I am so excited. Hayden's currently a college student. So this is going to be for all our college girlies out there and be able to just listen and hear from you and your story. Do you want to give a small little background about yourself or introduce yourself, who you are? Of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Hayden. I am 23 years old. I am a college student. I go to Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, Virginia. Um, I love all things fitness, all things wellness. I have been working out for the majority of my life. And I just like to show that online and showcase my life. I love my friends. I love my dog. I love food. (laughs) I check all the boxes. I just I love it all. So yeah. So I met Hayden at the beam event in Nashville and it was so fun. Hayden. No, we love, yeah, we, we We love love beam. We stand (laughs) beam. We love their product. Yeah. Well, you're actually, don't you have a gluten intolerance? I don't want to like put words in your mouth, but I'm celiac. So I can't like physically really digest gluten. And I'm also dairy free by choice. Cause you know, dairy messes with you girl. So (laughs) And Beam is just like 10 out of 10 for you. So I love that. Beam is amazing. Beam is like the only company that I feel like has ever not given me any GI issues at all. So I'm like the biggest supporter of them. We love that. And we I was, love Beam. Yeah, we do. En- enough about Beam. This, is, this isn't about Beam. This is about Hayden. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we, we met. Those, tangent. Yeah, we're going to tangent. We met at that event though. And you were so fun and welcoming. I was like, I need to have this girl on the podcast because your energy you are so just bubbly and friendly. I just, Darian and I loved hanging out with you and it was just big hugs. So all the girl chat Thank today. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's I a big- literally, that was, sorry. Oh my God. No, <laughs> I, God. that was like the best event ever in like the whole world. It literally was so much fun meeting you guys. And I was so nervous. I can't believe that like I came off like so bubble. It's just who I am. I love meeting new people, but it was the best weekend ever. And you and Darian were probably the nicest people I've ever met. So you're so, you're so nice. I was also <laughs> nervous because normally like when I go to events, it's about somebody else. So to have like the whole spotlight, I'm like, I don't feel like this is happening. Like, so you just made me feel very comfortable and I appreciate that. So of course, of course yeah. you deserve it. <laughs> you're so nice. Thank you. 
Okay, so give me the 411. What does your typical day look like? Are you a routine girly? What's it look like in college for you? Let's hear it. I am literally a routine girl too. I die. I cannot go a day without my routine. When I get a day where I can't do it, it throws me off so much, which might be a bad thing, but I think it's a good thing. Um, I obviously have classes and stuff, so my day kind of revolves around school because that's my number one priority. But I'm definitely someone who's up early in the morning. I have like a nice morning routine where I get some stuff done. And depending on if I have class like earlier in the day or later in the day, I'm at the gym, um, going to class on campus, doing homework after. And I usually try and like walk in the afternoons. You know, it's like nice being in college because of course there's no parking anywhere on campus. So we have to walk everywhere. So I get so many steps in, but um, that's, I mean- it all kind of revolves around when I can get to the gym and when I can go to class. It's kind of my day. So I'm usually at the gym around like 8, 830 in the morning or 10 if I have class later in the day, class in the afternoons and doing homework at night. That's awesome. It, it takes me back to college because I totally forget <laughs> you walk everywhere. Even though I had a car, like I drive to the grocery store and stuff, but around campus, you're just walking. That's so it's fun. so much walking. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. I like sometimes I hate it because I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to calculate it in like an extra 15 yes! minutes of walking oh my gosh, to get to yes. class. But and I will show up late if I don't do that. And like, you know, no shame. I will show up late. It doesn't really matter. But <laughs> I I have begun to like love it and like just not even wear headphones and just like walk and like listen. And because like Blacksburg is very in the mountains, so it's gorgeous. Oh cool. And um, during COVID, I really like got used to being outdoors and like seeing everything. And although it's cold in winter, it's still like nice to be outside and see nature. It's very calming. I it is calming. I remember on my like college walks, that's when I would always call my mom because it was my first yeah. time being away. So I'd have like a 15 minute walk to class and I just like, hey mom, just walking to class. And I think that really helped our relationship a lot because it was like the perfect time where I wasn't doing anything else but walking. So it was a great time to call and check up on friends, family. And now you can listen to podcasts and, or just nothing. Like you said, just enjoy being mm-hmm. outside. I feel like that's so grounding. How did you initially get into the fitness space for yourself? Like, did you grow up playing sports or what's that look like? So my story around like fitness and exercise is super interesting and honestly long. Um, I grew up in Maine. Um, like skiing and riding horses a lot so I was always outside and I always was like moving and exercising even though I like didn't think of it as that yeah uh and in seventh grade I finally was allowed to get Instagram and so I had Instagram for the first time and I followed like my first fitness influencers I don't remember who I'm like I wish I could say honestly I remember it was probably like 2011 Mm -hmm. Um, so pretty early on and I started to want to work out. And so in seventh grade, I would go out to my back porch at five 30 in the morning before school with my textbooks as weights, oh. because my parents didn't have any weights. And I started to lift weights in seventh grade. <laughs> I knew nothing. It was like, it was just something that was like fun for me to do. And I just, it was so like, um, I'm such a routine person. So like, it really just, I didn't know anything that I was doing. I was doing like squats with the textbooks and then I had water jugs too. It just, I don't, it was just so funny. And I started playing lacrosse that year. So I ended up actually playing lacrosse for the rest of middle school and high school and then going to college for lacrosse. Um, and I think that like me starting to work out in seventh grade really 
uh, initialized that process. I like learned how to work really hard to get where I wanted to go. And um, I worked out all through high school. I had like a little fitness Instagram in high school. I never really like restricted myself either. Like I ran a half marathon when I was 16. Like I, I just always like loved to work out. It was just an energy giver to me. Like it just made me so happy. Um, And then I played a year of college across at the College of William and Mary, which is a really great school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know I, I, think, I think we talked about that, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love that. It was, it was really, really amazing school and like such amazing women. Like I, I learned so much, I feel like in that year, but I also just after that year realized it really wasn't for me. There were a lot of other things happening in my life. I then transferred here to Virginia Tech and my journey with exercise over like the past four years has been super up and down. I actually struggled with an eating disorder for around three and a half years. So I was dealing with that starting in my senior year of high school and going into college um, and like just really didn't think much of it. Like really thought that that was like normal for me to like have that struggle with food and not understand how everyone else around me was so comfortable with not only like food and nutrition, but also their bodies. And I was just someone who was super conscious about it. Um, But we can talk more about that later because that's a whole other subject, but I pretty much struggled with that for a really long time and exercise for me became something that was really unhealthy for a couple of years because it was something that drove my ED. Um, And then eventually I like, decided I wanted to not live my life like that. And I started recovery. Um, And like everything else I've ever done, I went absolutely hardcore in recovery. I went cold turkey with my eating disorder. I woke up one morning and said, I'm done living my life like this. I went to the gym and I started picking up heavyweight. (laughs) And I followed every single person I could find on Instagram and on TikTok that um, were strong women, like people that I like looked at and was like these women are so freaking cool like golden fitness like Kate who you had on this past week like everyone who I looked at them and was like oh my god these like I want to be like that you know so inspirational and I started posting on TikTok and like people kind of resonated with my message and here I am so it's been such a journey because like weightlifting I feel like healed me so much and I know people always say like I'm going to the gym to fight my demons like I was actually (laughs) really fighting demons there yeah and and it just it my journey with fitness in like the past year and a half has been something that's been so life-changing and like healthy and just not about my appearance and more about how I feel in my body and that's like what it should be I guess that's that's like why it's called a fitness journey because it's always changing yeah so you're so yeah that's that's it. <laughs> that is so inspiring. That that is crazy. At seventh grade, little hated <laughs> with her textbooks. You were ready for COVID when the, when the gym shut down. This girl said, "Oh no, I've been here. I have yeah. been here. I got my water jugs. I got my textbooks. I'm ready." That hit, okay. There's so much to unpack here. My the first thing that I want to ask is, how do you think? for younger girls that are growing up now, even like raising Vinny, or if it's someday I have a daughter, how can, 
I'm trying to think of the best way to teach them healthy habits without getting to that extreme of pushing yourself to where then health and fitness becomes unhealthy. Because I know there are a lot of girls who are, you know, 14 and 15 and 16 who will DM me. And I'm like, I was not even in the gym until I was 19 or 20. How do I explain? Yeah, it's great to want to live a healthy life. I love that, but help them not be, um, have it overcome them or, uh, what, what word am I looking for? Obsess, have them at such a young age, because it's hard when you're 16 and you're looking at somebody like us, it's like, we're in our twenties. We're in a totally different stage of life Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. a 16 year old who's like, Oh, I aspire to be that. But it's like the timing's off. What kind of advice would you give that? Or what would you wish you would have heard or known? I think like, it's so important. There's twofold, two things I can say. Yeah. Um, first of all, like you as a mom and also someone who has a platform and me too, it's so important that we like lead by example. Like it's so important to show up your best self, be your best self, engage in those healthy behaviors in a way that isn't detrimental to your health or anyone else's health around you. I think that that's something that is so huge. Like I'm sure Vinny sees you like going to the gym and knows like it's healthy to work out and knows like what it's good to eat and how you just, I'm sure guide him through life is positive when it comes to fitness exercise and all of that. And I think it's important kind of like, regardless where you are in your life, like if you have a platform or not to lead by example, because not only will those healthy habits be good for you, you will help people around you and you will attract individuals who resonate with that energy for sure. That's how I feel. And I also think keeping an open dialogue about it is crucial. It's, we have to talk about why X, Y, and Z is unhealthy. We have to talk about making sure that you're taking rest days, making sure that you understand the importance of not pressuring yourself to go to the gym because you have this desire to look a certain way, making sure that your fitness journey and your relationship to the gym is not anchored in your body image. And I feel like that's so hard with like younger women and Mm -hmm. younger men, people like all around that age, because your hormones are changing and you're online, you're seeing stuff. Um, But like, my hope is that like, because it's so much more present for kids growing up now that there will be more of an understanding of that's not real or realistic for me. And that like, if people like you and I continue to talk about what is healthy and what is not, and like I said, lead by example. And if parents engage with their kids about that and they say like, there's no pressure to finish your plate of food. Like you don't have to eat all of that you yeah. eat until you're full, like that kind of thing. And, and making sure that like your children or the people that are around you, I guess to say, or the, like, even my little sister, like my sister is 16. I love mm-hmm. her to death. And I have been so on her butt about everything, making sure that she's doing well, like mentally, physically, everything. Cause it's, it's hard, I think, to grow up with TikTok and Instagram and yeah. I don't even know, like there's new apps that she and all her friends are on too, which I feel old hearing oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's important to keep it like relevant and keep an open dialogue about it. Like it's not a shameful thing to be concerned about your relationship to the gym and to your body. 
it's so it's so important I don't know yeah no I love that that you brought up it doesn't have to be a shameful thing because I feel like when you feel shame that's when you self-isolate that's when you don't talk about it and you can even go into a further spiral because you feel alone you don't feel like you can ask for help you should you're feeling embarrassed about the place that you're in or guilty Mm -hmm. and you don't need you don't need to feel that way you know there there is a light there is a hope is there I guess you mentioned rest days. Is that something that you struggled with taking rest days? Were you a girly who was like, I can't rest. I have to be in the gym every day or else. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how did you get over that? Because that's something else that I get lots of questions about that. It is okay to take rest days. I uh, like retrospectively, like looking back, um, I was someone who like, like cry if I didn't work out. It was something, it was really bad. And I didn't see it then. I thought it was healthy. Yeah. I thought that that was fine. Um, Like I, when I was a freshman playing lacrosse, I would go to the gym in the morning before I had lacrosse practice for five hours in the afternoon. Like I thought that that was normal to do, but it really wasn't. And it it really only came to me in the past year and a half. Um, And understanding that rest days are super important and not only like training because there were so many like things that I wanted to do when I started getting into lifting um in order to gain weight from like recovery and I wanted to like lift super heavy and like get like 40s up on shoulder press and like all this stuff and I realized like I can't if my body if I walk into the gym and my body is not feeling like I can do that I cannot do that it's not one of those situations where or I feel good but I'm not sure mentally I have to push through it's if you aren't feeling great because you haven't given yourself rest, there is, why, why are you there? Yeah. Like there are other ways to serve you. And like, I think that also that might have been for me coming with getting older and I am so much more conscious of like my peace and like when I need to rest, like I love my alone time. I love to go on long walks. And I think that that shift really became apparent when I shifted my mindset from like, I have to be in the gym for an hour, two hours every single day, sweating, doing all this stuff. Like that's how I'm going to get to where I want to get to, to no, I can go on an hour long walk with my dog a couple of days a week. I can do like yoga and like a little bit of core on my mat in my bedroom. If I don't have time to get to the gym one day and it's, I still feel good. I'm not losing progress. I'm getting better. That's where that change kind of, initiated for me and it's just been something I've had to grow and work on pretty much yeah just small baby steps of realizing it's not the end of the world it's going to be okay and having that kind of mental dialogue within yourself Mm -hmm. and finding other things that are still serving you in different ways so those walks and maybe just a little bit of core where you're still you know it's it's baby steps I love that that's amazing Mm -hmm. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. 
I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. How did you see, was this something inwardly that you realized, hey, this isn't normal? Or did someone say something to you? How did you come to the conclusion of, uh, I want to change my life. I actually am not happy with the way things are going. Like in terms of my recovery or just like yeah, okay. Like, um, oh, that's that's a loaded question. I'm sorry. Is is this too deep? No, I guess we're getting no. really deep with Hayden. I go, I go deep. I've had a lot of therapy. I'm a big therapy person, so oh. I'm comfortable with going deep. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life. Um, that surrounded why I was going through what I was going through with my eating disorder. I think that a lot of people think that eating disorders are a vanity based illness. Like you're concerned about what you look like or your weight. Um, and I am a psychology major, so I've done a lot of research on this and it is not that it is more psychological than most people think. And it's a lot about control and controlling things in your life. And I had a lot of things going on about three or four years ago in my family life. I was going to college. I, like had a boyfriend and breaking up and there was just a lot going on. You know, I was 18 and I, my hormones were still shifting, you know, I was young and that was the one thing I could control was how much I ate and how I felt. And I allowed that to go on for a really long time because it provided me with a sense of control throughout the pandemic as well. When I think all of us were kind of reeling and not sure what was going to happen to our family members and to the country. It was just a really hard time for everyone. And I think that I didn't think twice about what I was doing to myself, about how I was treating my body. I thought that that was fine. And um, it wasn't until I started to, uh, I I worked out consistently um, throughout most of the time that I had my eating disorder. And in the three months before I decided to go into recovery, I stopped working out for the first time since seventh grade <laughs> um, because I didn't have energy. Like yeah. My body physically couldn't do it. And I was having such a hard time mentally in school. I didn't have enough energy to do schoolwork. I didn't have enough energy to like, I'm in college. I can go out with my friends. I, I just was not mentally doing well and physically doing well. And it got to the point where I decided like I can't live my life like this anymore um and although the an eating disorder can be very dangerous and there are a lot of complications that come along with it I feel like a lot of people can relate to things they struggle with where it's like I can't live my life like this anymore I have to make a change um and so that that is when I decided like I need to flip the script I need to like live up to like who I think I'm going to be um, 
like my younger self would not be proud of like who I am right now and I need to get better that was really I, I had like a breakdown I had a full-on breakdown and called my mom Aww. the night and it was really hard and I told my mom like I like and I and people also I feel like don't talk about like the shame around eating disorders like we talk mm-hmm. a lot about like oh my gosh like you can do it like you can get better and that's very true but when you're in it it's like your biggest secret and it, yeah. it's very shameful and so I told my mom and I was so scared of what she was gonna say I was like oh my god is she gonna be mad at me for doing this and for acting like this and treating my body like this and she was like okay you'll get better like that was her response it was Aww. so like and it wasn't like oh my god you know it was what I yeah. needed to hear oh love so, your mom for that yay I love her I love her so that just that whole experience like I woke up the next morning I went to the grocery store I bought so many food oh <laughs> and I went to the gym and I set up my tripod and I filmed I don't even think I have a tripod yet I put my phone on the water bottle on, um my water bottle yeah yep. <laughs> and I filmed my workout and I posted it on Instagram that day and like kind of like alluded to what I'd been going through and that was like where it all started so it was it was it was very much so like I can't go on like this anymore and like who I am I know who I want to be and this is not it I have to live according to that so this was was good wow I sincerely from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for being willing to even share that that is very vulnerable and very personal to you and your story and I hope that some girls listening, maybe if they're in the same place and they're just looking for any kind of help or looking to know that, Hey, they don't have to be ashamed of what's going on. It's okay. There Mm -hmm. there's hope. I really hope that someone listening to that can, can take this to heart with them and be able to better themselves. It hearing from you is so inspiring. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you so much. I just want to give you a big hug. It's so beautiful. And I love that you were like, you know what? I want to change. This isn't who I want to be. I, you saw your worth, you saw your Mm -hmm. potential. And I love that you took those actionable items and those steps. You said, I know what I need to do. I I'm going to do it. And I feel like filming that probably helped keep you a little bit accountable. And I I love that you, um, what's the word seeked out? No sought out. Yes. You (laughs) sought out people (laughs) though of like, kind of a different body style, right? People who are lifting heavy. You're like that. That's my new goal. Um, let's find some of these strong and empowered women and, mm-hmm. and shoot for that. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Big hug. The, I know. <laughs> the deep dive with Hayden. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. I I'm just so, this is an amazing episode already. So thank you. Thank you. I mean, I like can't not talk about it. Like it's yeah. something that like, I am just, like, you know, when you met me, I'm such a vocal person. I yeah. don't shy away from things. And like, it's so much a part of who I am today. Like it was so hard, but it made me who I am. So I have to talk about it. Yeah. It would be a disservice not to. Yeah. And it's definitely helping a lot of people now. So I would hope so. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. For sure. How do you think now do you balance health with fitness and college with all of that? How, how do you do it now? (laughs) It's, 
hard. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's, it's so easy to make stuff look so easy online. I think mm -hmm. like I look at other people's pages and I'm like, like I have a couple friends that I talk to all the time who are in a similar situation that I'm in. And I'm like, you make it look so easy. And they're like, no, I'm so stressed. So it's, it's, it's hard to be a college student and want to do well in school, find a job when you graduate and also continue to uh, prioritize your, your health, your wellness, your mental health, your fitness. Um, I would say that like, I have just made working out a non-negotiable in my life very much. So like, I have to drink water. I have to eat. I have to, you know, like take a shower today. I need to work out and it's, if I can't do it, I can't do it. And that's fine. But I've, made it very much so a part of my schedule I um make sure I'm doing class I make sure I'm doing schoolwork and at the same time I make sure that I'm getting that um workout in because it like I said earlier gives me energy it doesn't stress me out and take stuff away from me I think it's really hard to balance like a lot of schoolwork with anything like anyone in college I'm sure is aware of um but it's important to like know like kind of what needs to go and what needs to stay. So if I can't get to the gym a day or two out of the week, like I didn't go on Wednesday when I wanted to, I shouldn't have time and that's okay. So it's, it's all about kind of, I'm a scheduler too. Yeah. I schedule everything out and I write out like to do today and then homework that's due and then what I need to do tomorrow. And that helps me a lot, but that's very type A. So I yeah. know a lot of people, I'm not really sure if that would help, but it helps me. So <laughs> I am also a list person through and through. Mm -hmm. I just, mm -hmm. even if I don't look at it, I have to at least write everything down. So I know it's somewhere and then I can like breathe. I'm totally list person. <laughs> Are you someone that like writes it down on paper? Like, does that help you? Or do you like put it in your phone? Both, all of them. I have like three uh -huh. different places where I'm writing. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I, it's always on my phone, like the night before, cause I will try to fall asleep. And then I have to like grab my phone and be like, oh, these are like the 10 things I have to do. And I'm like, I know yeah. I've already written them down in my planner, but I also have to write them down on my phone. And then I also put them in my scheduler. So I'm like, I have problems and I still don't get everything done, but that's just another stuff. That's me. <laughs> I literally like write it down in my agenda and then I have a separate notebook that's like my to-do notebook that yeah. I write down in. And then I'll put it in my phone in the notes app and then I'll take a photo of my notes that I wrote down too. <laughs> Not the screenshot. You're saying you take a screenshot of that. Oh, I open the camera app and I take a picture oh. of my chest. I don't know why it like helps okay, me. That... I'm like, it reminds me to do it. So weird. The other five lists weren't enough. It's the photo of the lists that really just gets Hayden going. <laughs> it's my reminder. Like my boyfriend always thinks fun of me. He calls me like, like an old person because like I will forget everything but I have a photo of my list so yeah. I'm gonna be okay <laughs> you have the photo oh my gosh that is so yeah. funny oh do you are you a big grocery shopper like what are your favorite things that when you're at the grocery store you pull always like staples I love to grocery shop I probably go twice a week <laughs> do you have your that. list do you have a picture of your list are you a, like um, do you plan what meals you're gonna have or like an idea or do you just kind of free shop I I've got like my staples and then like I'll like 
write stuff down and either take it or <laughs> sorry or put it in my notes of like stuff I want to try so like my usual like if I was going which I did this like a month ago because I came back from winter break and had to like restock my entire house which is like so annoying but it's okay yeah I just love to always have food so my like staples are I'm so heavy on like fruits and veggies that's like my number one thing I'm very much so someone that eats a lot of whole foods like I go and I instantly grab spinach arugula kale those are like my leafy greens that I always get I always get um asparagus because I like to roast that in like my air fryer or mm, Brussels sprouts. Yes. one of those two so freaking good so good um and then I'll do like onion um potatoes if I want to like cut them up and roast them or do something and um usually like garlic and avocado big avocado girl always mm-hmm. never not eat avocado um and like my fruits I'm not going to run you through my entire <laughs> No, like, that's what I want to know. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, like, I'll eat, like, fruit. Like, I'll, if I'm having, like, overnight oats or something, I'll cut up fruit and put it in there. I'll do it for, like, a snack. So I love mango. I'm on a big kiwi kick right now. Oh. Um, unpopular opinion, I eat the kiwi skin, so that's weird. But Wait. I so Do you eat the whole thing like an apple, then? Is it? No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> do you peel it, eat the green, and then eat the skin? I just slice it up and I like throw away the ends. Like it's like a cucumber and I the skin. And oh. I don't, I've always done that. I don't know. Like my mom used to do it like that when I was younger and my roommate always makes fun of me. So uh, it's good. I like it. It's like a little sour. So and I know that the skin has the most nutrients in it. So okay, I'm cool. like, let me get it. The little um, fuzzies don't get you? <laughs> no, I usually wash it and yeah. I refrigerate it. So it's like cold too. Okay. So. Oh, I'm trying it. We have to try it. If you try it, you have to tag Hayden in the podcast. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let me know. Let me know if you like it. Um, and then, you know, I will get like bananas so I can freeze them to make smoothies and strawberries as well. So I can freeze them just depending on kind of like what my mood is. I usually just get like chicken and maybe like salmon if I'm feeling fancy um that's kind of like my go-to it's very easy just to like meal prep that and like leave it in the fridge and have it all week and then I'm on a quinoa kick right now I love it I'm obsessed with it I don't know it's just so good like tricolor quinoa rice just very basic um yeah so that's kind of like my go-to I like love 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 like yogurt and fruit um I am dairy free so I do like the silk almond milk yogurt and it's it's pretty clean on the ingredients list I try to steer clear of stuff because like I am gluten and dairy free there's a lot of stuff that falls into that that I have either tried or like seen that has just like these really long ingredients lists and like I know for myself personally if I'm eating something that has a lot of either ingredients that I don't really know or have don't usually eat or something that's super processed I'll get like an IBS flare-up and I'll just be bloated and not feel great so I try to like stick to stuff that's pretty pretty basic yeah and I love I love sushi oh my gosh I love sushi it's my favorite it's my favorite it's like my treat I did that every Saturday night I'll do a sushi but yeah I want sushi now (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love sushi it's so good I that sounds a lot like my grocery list as well. Good. <laughs> and I've had that yogurt before because 
before I knew there was a child in my stomach, I thought I had weird digestion issues, but it was a child <laughs> unknowingly. It was Vinny. <laughs> I wanted the child, but I just didn't know I wasn't taking like pregnancy tests or anything. And yeah, so I was like dairy-free, gluten-free. I'm like, my stomach just feels weird. That no, was a baby. Like, something's been... wrong. I'm so I, yeah. and it's, Vinny. <laughs> it's literally me being pregnant. That is so funny. <laughs> we were so excited. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Aww. It's not <laughs> dairy <laughs> intolerance. Oh, thank goodness but, I yeah. still eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. So yeah, no, I ate so much cheese after that. But <laughs> as I, you should, as you and, should. Yes, yes. I totally had those yogurts and they're so good. I love yogurt and fruit. I'm a big yogurt girl. Yeah. I've been like dabbling and kind of like incorporating some dairy, but I'm not like I do ghee butter instead of normal oh, butter. Yeah. So, and it's good, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if I want to move over to the Greek yogurt yet. I guess we'll have to see. I'll yeah. choose a week that I'm not super busy. So yeah. A week where happens. you can be close to the bathroom if you need it. <laughs> yep. In case, in case of that. Just in case. Oh, just in case. Well, do you have any plans for after? college is this your last semester or do you have a little semester how do you feel about almost being done through college you studied psychology that's amazing it's yeah so I am very excited I'm very ready to be done this is my fifth year so because I transferred and there was COVID I kind of lost a lot of credits so I am ready to move into a new space that I can grow into. I feel like I have gotten so much out of school and college, but I'm really ready to kind of like forge my own path and figure out what's next. I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing, but that's okay. I am anxious about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm an anxious girly always. Um, But it's just, it's such a process to find a job or to possibly start my own company one day. I don't know. I'll have to to see. Yeah. I'll have to see. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think a lot of it just depends on what I want to do and what feels right in my gut. Um, I'm, I really don't have any like fears about it though. I know it'll be good regardless of what I do. Like, I'm not scared of that. It's just like, I think a lot of people um, transitioning from college to post-college life feel that like yes. unsureness I've been in school for so long like, I'm sure you remember it you're like oh yes this is so weird so it's it's a lot of that, that I'm going through but I have a really great support system my parents are both very supportive and I definitely am not nervous about what's next but I don't know I don't know what I'm doing yeah so. <laughs> That's awesome. And I don't feel like you even need to have an answer to that now. I feel like what's cool that I've learned as I've gotten older is our life is ours and we just get to create and make whatever decisions we want whenever we Mm -hmm. want them. And there really is no right or wrong as long as we're not like, you know, hurting or harming others, of course. The fact that I need to put that in as a disclaimer, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like there's just so much opportunity out there and you can do so many different things. So that is a very exciting time, but a little bit anxious because I just remember I want to be settled. I want to know what I'm doing. And it's like, I'm not going to know that for a very long time. I totally remember when Darian and I graduated college, it was like, what do we do now? Like I've been in school my entire life, high school, middle school, college. Like what am I supposed to do now? It's such a crazy leap, but I think you're going into it with a good 
Headspace, and I'm so excited to see what's next for you and to keep following along your journey. Thank you. I, I'm I'm interested to see. I'm thinking about maybe Arizona. We'll have to see. Oh, yeah, because my boyfriend lives out there, Cole's out there now. So it's just we'll have to see what goes on. I don't know. I'm well, just, that could I'm be fun. Part of the cold, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, if you do go to Arizona, I will probably meet up with you at some point because Darian's family's still there. Oh my God. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to see you guys. Yes. Darian would too. Be It'll awesome. be a powwow. Uh, a a Nashville powwow. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2.0. Revamp it. We'll do it. We'll have yes. a great time. That was so fun going out dancing that night. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> I, you were sweaty from it. It was so cold. I was freezing what dancing so hard that I was like and I had my big coat on I yeah was like I'm giving it my all right now it was yeah you so did have fun. a big you had a big coat I had like the smallest yeah. thinnest coat and I'm like it is cold and I'm on a rooftop yeah were you like uh, wearing a dress too oh my god no I wore a dress the first oh, okay. night thank goodness the second night I had like pants a small shirt and then like a very light leather Jacket. coat but I was cold mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah. so fun it was the best time I like fell in love with Nashville too so yeah I don't know maybe Nashville <laughs> maybe <laughs> Nashville. Well, my mind is open <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good way to go to go into it to wrap up the podcast what I feel like you kind of already answered this honestly but is there anything else you would say or what is one thing you would tell your younger self hmm. um I would definitely tell my younger self to not be afraid to ask for help and like not be scared to I definitely needed it in a lot of places um and I am so lucky to have like so many amazing people in my life that support me so I think that anyone in any position where they're struggling like it's not shameful it's good to ask for help like you have to in order to get to where you want to be a lot of the times and it helps you grow and like realize that you are not an island like floating in the middle of the ocean you have support so that's that's something I would tell my younger self she'd probably be like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) then she'd understand so I love it. That's great advice. And I think that's something everybody needs to hear is that we're not alone and we can ask for help. So, mm-hmm. oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, your socials, so they can spam you. Everyone give Hayden so much love. <laughs> um, my Instagram is my name, Hayden, but it's like very long. It's H, two A's, two Y's, two D's, E-N. My TikTok is very similar. H, two A's, two Y's, two D's, then two E's and then an N. Um, If you just look up Hayden Brett, it should come up. So I am very, very excited to see everyone. Yeah. And we will have your um, Instagram tagged on our Instagram podcast and in the show notes as well. So people can easily find you. Cool. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on again. It was so fun to chat and everybody, we will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.